to Chicas and Chisme. We are your hosts. I'm Carla. And I'm Angelica. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Today is a very special um, episode because we finally have our first guest. And she is amazing. And we are so excited for her to be here. So... Oh my gosh, yes. So excited. You're such a special person. And you know what? You guys are in for a treat. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So, okay. So should we like introduce her? Well, we have to. Oh my God. Are you excited? Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm super excited. (laughs) So we are here with the only, the one and only. The one and lonely. 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 She's not (laughs) lonely. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) The one and only. With Miss Cindy are the woman that we talk about all the time she is our reiki lady do you mind if i say lady no not at all say hi cindy to our listeners hi cindy (laughs) (laughs) hi everybody that's awesome okay i'm so excited so you guys are in for a treat because cindy's amazing she has been a big part if you've heard one of our episodes on uh, healing she actually was one of the biggest parts of my healing journey. And mine, absolutely, hands down. And anytime I can, I refer people to her. She's amazing. And but- she's really busy, guys. So if you're going to make an appointment with her, you better do it because she might not get you in. <laughs> She'll get you in, but like... <laughs> Maybe like in three months. <laughs> Maybe in two years. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and a little backstory. I actually met Cindy. She was my professor when I was getting my master's degree. And it was super cool because I... Honestly, I was like, she's really nice. And I just connected with you. And I think more so like on our last class, because I came up to you and I was just asking you a bunch of questions because you had that little heart um, crystal that you yes. were that you had over like in your ne- necklace. And mm-hmm. I was like, huh, she's my kind of person. Let me ask her some I'm questions. I'm so glad you asked questions. I'm so glad I did, too. <laughs> I'm so glad I did, too. And then you gave me your pamphlet to come do this. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then COVID happened. So I didn't come for like a year and a half. And then one day, me and my other friend were like, let's do it. And that was it. That was, a, that was, that was it. I started referring a ton of people to you. <laughs> I remember that like it was yesterday. Wow. So, Cindy, can you tell everyone a little bit of what you do? Yes. So I am a Reiki master, mm-hmm. which means that I've gone through the three levels of Reiki training. And to be honest with you, Reiki is um, very unique to each individual practitioner. So after going through the training, then I develop my own style and my own way of communicating with those on the other side, including my clients, spirit guides, and um, those that are here for their highest good. So I combine that Reiki practice with a knowledge that is meant to be shared with my clients about what has caused any disease or what's causing any blockages that cause emotional distress. So for me, Reiki is about bringing in that universal life force energy to move through every individual person for their highest good. That any blockages that keep that universal life force energy from flowing are removed. And we talk about why they're there and what they're going to do in the future to keep those free. So for me, the Reiki is really about making sure that our clients that come in here receive the absolute love and care that they need for their body, for their mind, and their soul, again, to become all that they can be through an experience here. Wow. I just got the chills. <laughs> I know. And your voice. I mean, just her voice. Just so your soothing. voice is so soothing. And um, a lot of people ask me, what is Reiki? And all I say is, well, she she clears your chakras. What are chakras? Oh, uh, I don't know. You know, it's like I try to explain as best as I can, but only you can explain what a chakra is and 
how to clear that. Sure. Yeah. So we are in a physical third-dimensional body, and we are pure energy. Everything is pure energy. Pure energy, guys. Yes, the, the desk, the chair, the bed, the walls, everything is energy. As humans, we have a very high vibrational energy, which is why we're different than the table and chairs. We vibrate at a higher level, which gives us what we call that life force. So within us are chakras that begin at the crown and go all the way down through our root. And those chakras, it's probably best to think of them as spinning wheels. Because as that life force comes down to us, it comes in through our crown, and it moves through all the different chakras to keep that body moving, to keep it alive. And the chakras are really like wheels that can get clogged up. And so when a wheel gets clogged up, it can be from a traumatic experience, it can be from emotional issues that come up, and it can be as far back as when you're a very, very young baby. And those kind of get lodged in there. And then over time, those chakras get stopped. And that universal life force energy that's designed to come through us can no longer go all the way through. And that's when we end up having emotional issues. We get anxiety. We can't really pinpoint why. We're upset all the time. We turn to things like food. We turn to things like gambling. We turn to things like alcohol and drugs. We don't quite know where we fit in. Well, that's because our universal life force energy, which gives us that balance, is stopped and not flowing as it's supposed to be. So during a Reiki session, we will go in and open up those chakras so that when that energy comes in, it can flow throughout the body and continue to keep us balanced. Because God created a perfect body. Mm-hmm. And when we keep those chakras <clears throat> cleared, the body can do what God created it to do, and that's to heal itself. Mm-hmm. And that goes for the mind as well as the body. <laughs> wow. I know. In your experience, what have you had, like as far as feedback from your clients, what have you healed? As far as disease. So I first start by saying, I don't heal anything. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) What I do is bring in the life force energy to allow the person's body to heal itself. Yeah. Mm. So the body's doing the work. The body's doing the work. We just need to give it tools that it needs to be able to heal appropriately. Um, One of my most recent clients was dealing with bladder cancer and 82 years old. And the doctors really wanted to do invasive surgery and then chemo and radiation. And he didn't quite feel right about it. And they said, you know, if we do the surgery, you're probably going to be bedridden for a year if you even survive the surgery. Yeah. So he opted not to have the surgery. He did have some chemo and some radiation. But then we did a lot of work on his intentionality. Because part of Reiki is based in the fact that you are in control of your own body. It's about remembering who you came here to be. You came here with the gift of life, and you came here to keep that life fulfilled and to be healthy. And when we remember that we have that power within us, we just need to tap into it. So for him to learn that he had the power within him to heal that body through intentionality and through the movement of energy, I'm really thrilled to say it's been three years now, and he has no sign of cancer in his body. Wow. And the doctors can't explain it. They're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they they couldn't explain That's it. That's amazing. That yeah. is amazing because, you know, of course, we always revert to like, oh, the doctors know best. Doctors know best. Doctors know best. But I, I feel like when you talked about energy, that's so true. It's And I never learned about all of that till I started coming to you. My daughter talks a lot about all the energy. She's all in, you know, I've told you about mm-hmm. how she's into all this. So yeah. that's how I've been learning. And it's like sometimes it needs more than a doctor Yeah. to say, okay, I'm ready to do more. I think it's a combination. Mm-hmm. I don't think we never ignore the doctors. Right, no, of course. But to work in conjunction with them, to go outside the boundaries of what they understand. And right now, to be honest with you, 
there's about 700 hospitals nationwide that are currently using Reiki. And you'll see surgeons going into surgery with one of their patients, and they're doing Reiki beforehand on them. Wow. And when they come out of surgery, they're doing Reiki as well. Because now we have the evidence to show that Reiki does have an impact on mm-hmm. healing. And in fact, I have a client that lives in Chula Vista, mm-hmm. and her husband's on the police department. And she shared with me their police department is now covering it as part of their insurance. <gasps> that is that awesome. is amazing. Yeah. I need to check my insurance. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like acupuncture at one time was looked at as being woo woo. That's true. Right. And now it's covered. And now it's covered. I think that Reiki is following in the same line because really, what we're seeing happening with with um, acupuncture. It's the exact same type of work. We're bringing in the chi, which is energy, and it goes into the meridians, which go off of the chakras. So it's the same type of work. It's just we don't use needles. We use hands, Mm -hmm. but we're still moving the energy just as acupuncture does. Yeah. Honestly, Reiki is like the most amazing experience. Like until you've had it done to you, you don't really understand how it feels. And I feel like every time I've had a different type of experience a little Mm -hmm. bit, but there have been times where you're by my head but i feel you by my feet or i feel yes. you by my side and i'm, I'm like, like wait i don't wait I, I hear her breathing over there but i feel her over <laughs> i'm so confused right now and i don't open my eyes it's dark so it's like what's going on like who else is in here <laughs> yeah it's oh, just amazing that's a great question and you know the answer to that now yeah i do yeah but a lot of people don't i had one person that actually got up and said who else is in the room because i didn't i didn't allow anybody else to come in here but for your listeners that don't understand what happens is I don't work alone. Mm-hmm. And you guys know that because you've experienced mm-hmm. it with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I begin a session, I always call in the white light. I always call in your guides, your angels, all those that are here for your highest good. So when we start a session, I may be the one that's starting it and asking for the support, asking for your highest good to be met, but they do the work. Yeah. And it, oftentimes you'll feel me at one part of yes. your body and you'll feel them someplace else. Yes. And it's the most amazing feeling to know nobody else is in the room, but you're feeling somebody at your head and your feet at the same time. And it feels like support. It doesn't feel weird or anything. No, it it doesn't feel... It it just... The first time I was like... How is she doing A little thrown off because I was like, (laughs) okay, I I could feel her hands. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) You're like, how is she able to do this? She's over here, but (laughs) my feet are getting touched. What's happening? But I know I'm safe. I know I'm in a safe yeah. space. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't fear that I felt. It was just like curiosity. <laughs> what is that? Who is that? What am I, what's happening? I know. You know? And it's so interesting to me mm-hmm. because I am open to all of it. Yeah. And I want to experience all of it. And I know I've talked about you to some people and they're like, no, I don't believe in energy. I don't know what you're talking. And I'm like, well, unless you do it, you'll never know. Yeah. And if you don't believe, then you don't believe. But I believe in all of it because I feel like... I feel like everything is possible. You know, all of it is and possible. And it's like, there's no harm in feeling better, right? No, no it's... I uh, mean, like, Reiki can do no harm. All it can do is support your healing yeah. and your connectivity to spirit. And yeah. when we know that there are others in the room with you that are touching you, that's because it's either an angel, it is one of your guides, <gasps> it is a loved so one who's crossed over, mm-hmm. and I can see their vibration. So mm-hmm. I know where they're at any given time. And then I'll try and connect you to who that person was that was there working with you. Because I never do this alone. I've never been going, gosh, where are you guys at? Yeah. They're always right there to support and to heal. Honestly, one of my favorite parts about coming to get the, the Reiki sessions done is connecting mm-hmm. to I was to just going to say the same honestly, thing. Honestly, and like getting our, the, messages, part. the messages. Because sometimes 
And honestly, a lot of times I already know the answer to a lot of things, but I need to hear it and it's in my face and I'm like, okay, I know what I have to do. Right. Yeah. But I love it. I love it. And I just love when you tell me things that only my, let's say my dad who's passed would know. Right. Or my angels, you know, know that I've been struggling with something and you wouldn't know. Right. And so mm-hmm. you're like, you bring it to my attention and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. um, the interesting, the good thing to cry. The, Healing. Good, absolutely. I know. The, the interest, the, the, the thing that I feel like, okay, I can't think of words right now, but <laughs> like when you tell me, I remember sometimes one time you told me something and I was like, no, that doesn't, no, that makes no sense. And then I went home and the next day I was like, <gasps> that does, oh my gosh, like it comes to me. Yeah. But it's like so funny how it like takes, but, but you, you, you'll say it, like hold on to that because that might come back to you. And I'm like, no, it doesn't make sense. And yes, sure enough, like a couple of days later, I'm like, <gasps> I get this, it now. Or, or I'll, I'll be looking at Instagram or I'll be looking at whatever and it, it just pops up. It's like, there it is. Yeah. That's so interesting. That's to me. A, I mean, it's just fun. <laughs> that part's fun, you know? You know, our loved ones that have crossed over, they want nothing more than for us to understand they're still here. Yeah. They never left us. They may be in a different dimension. They may not be able for us to see them, but they never left us. Yeah. And they love it when you come in for sessions like this or any other session like this because it gives them a chance to validate to you that indeed they never left. They know everything you think, everything you do, everything you say. They are right there because their dimension is right next to ours. Mm-hmm. And the ability to know our thoughts and to put thoughts into our minds is something they kind of pride themselves on. Yeah. So usually they'll give validation to show that they're here. They'll give information about them that I wouldn't know, but you would know, so you know it really is them. Mm-hmm. And then oftentimes they will give you things that are going to happen in the future because there's no such thing as coincidence. They're always at work with synchronicity, putting things in place for you for your highest good. And so if sometimes, um, well, for example, I had a client that uh, I kept getting a marble I said, there's there's a marble. It wasn't one of you guys, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. I, I kept getting marbles. She goes, well, we, I don't have any children, so I don't know where the marbles would be coming from. And I said, well, when you were a child, did you play with marbles? And she said, no. I said, okay, well, hang on to that. They, <laughs> they, they never give wrong information. It's just mm-hmm. us being able to interpret it. And it was about a week later that she contacted me and said, you're never going to guess what happened. I'm in my kitchen, and I'm getting dinner ready, and my husband's talking to me, and all of a sudden I hear this thump, thump, thump. <gasps> and she goes, and I look down on the floor, and here's this marble. beautiful white marble that's just rolling along the floor. And she goes, I have no idea where it came from. Well, wow. they, were, they knew they were I going to put that there for her, <laughs> yeah. and they gave it to me that night so that when it did happen, that she would know that was from, that in that case, it was her father. Yeah. It's just validation. Mm-hmm. Like, look, it, this is real. Yeah. Right? I love it. It's so beautiful. How can you not believe that? How how can people you choose not, not to? I know, but or that's fear, like right? how fear. Maybe people have fears that yeah. they don't understand. There's a lot of of reasons. For some people, it's religion that they yes. were raised to believe that this is. Um, I believe in God, so I I'm like, yeah, but these are gifts from God. That's what I say, right? Is mm-hmm. it a gift? Everybody has the gift. It's a matter of how you develop it. Oh, okay. But when people come in and they're like, well, my religion tells me that this is wrong. You know, mm-hmm. we don't do mediumship. We don't do psychic work. That's 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 the devil's work. Well, if you go back in the Bible, in the Old Testament, they do refer to it negatively. But if you look at Corinthians, it definitely promotes it as being something very spiritual. Wow, that's good to know. Yeah. That is good to know. Even, Are you guys listening to that? It is in the Bible and it is promoted 
they, they believe that even St. Paul was a healer. And he yeah. didn't call himself that because back then it still wasn't looked upon as acceptable. But looking back at what he did, they're believing now he was. But my comeback for people that say that this could be the devil's work is the devil does not want you to believe in the afterlife. The devil does not want you to believe that your loved ones are around you all the time, loving you, caring yeah. for you, helping why you. Why would they want? Why, why would, would he yeah. want that? And it's all about intention, right? Well, yeah. When you have good intentions, why would the devil have good intentions for you? No, the devil <laughs> wants you to think that this is it. Mm-hmm. Live it to the best of your ability. Spend your money. Go wild. Drink. <clears> do <throat> drugs. Because this is it, baby. He wants your chakras clogged. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because it it creates. He wants you to create anxiety, bad habits, stress. Yeah, but you he know, does not want yeah. you to feel loved by yeah. those that crossed over. Wow, that's yeah. great. I'm going to tell my sister that. Because yeah. I told her, go to Cindy. She'll she'll help you with whatever you're going. No, it's it's against what I... Bu- it's okay. It's against what ready. I... Bu- yeah. yeah. yeah so and, this and, is good. Maybe yeah. I'll have her listen to this episode. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. You know. And I respect everybody else. Oh, they of don't course. want to. They're not oh, ready. Of, of course, I Whatever respect. They it, do. Listen, I'm going to do what makes me feel comfortable. Yes. And and if I can talk about it and let people know how amazing this is and how what a what I have gained from it, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And if they say I'm mm-hmm. interested, great. If you're not, then you're not. Like honestly, before I came here, I didn't realize how much I was carrying with me. And then that first day that I came, I had had not cried that kind of healing cry in a long time right and it all came out I was, I was so drained and exhausted from it but I got it all out and I realized I had been to therapy for a while and I didn't realize how much I was still carrying until that moment and I was like wow this felt like a hundred therapy sessions in one <laughs> but like it was the physical part like the mental part yeah therapy could talk about it and whatever and I'm a big advocate but it was just like this physical stuff that was stuck in me. It was gone. Yeah, it was amazing. It is pretty special when you because when you're when you're in a session, and you guys know this, you do feel something physical. Mm-hmm. You either feel, and everyone experiences it differently, and every session can be different depending on how your body's accepting the energy. But for some people, they'll feel vibrations. For some people, they feel heat. For some, they feel cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some people, they'll feel um, like a vibrating sensation. Mm-hmm. And for some people, they just get totally relaxed and fall asleep. That's so, happened to me once. <laughs> yeah, I, I, wanted, different. I wanted to kind of mention, I think, I don't know if it was the first or second time that I came. And what I felt while I was laying on that bed was, and I think you explained it to me, maybe you can explain to them. But what I felt is I fell asleep towards the end like towards when we were kind of finishing, I I fell asleep for what it felt like two seconds. And I felt my body go up, 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 up. And then I felt it, I I felt it spin one time. Wow. And then I felt it just plump, fall. And then I woke up like, oh, oh, what the heck was that? (laughs) So can you please explain what that was? What what the (laughs) heck that was? Yeah, It it was, it was, again, none of it is ever scary for me. It was just like, was that that was cool yeah (laughs) yeah so that was your higher self that was basically your soul self that elevated up and it was kind of releasing all the trauma you'd experienced and so it kind of left the body there for a second while the body was relaxed and letting go of all that trauma and healing internally and then when that was done that that soul came right back down to the body again (laughs) i have chills yes that is like it was such a amazing experience and every time I come 
well, I've been here like three, four times. I'm like, I hope that happens again. <laughs> but since I'm aware of it now, it probably won't happen. But, you know, every you time never know. different. You can never, yeah. never, yeah. I can, you can never guess. It was just like, it, it, you can't explain it until it happens to you. No, you know? I know. That's the hardest part. It's yeah. like, and, and no one experience is duplicated. Like everyone has their own experience, mm-hmm. you know, because that didn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. But I did feel the vibrations. I did, with my eyes closed, saw colors, mm-hmm. like a bunch mm-hmm. of different colors. And um, it's just I've had different a different experience, you know, and yeah. I do also fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so relaxed that I fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's- yeah. And any two sessions that you have could be different too. Yeah. Because your body's going to adjust differently depending on where it's at. Yeah. No, it's been amazing. I I recommend 100%. 100%. So may I ask you a question, Cindy? Um, I would like to know about the whole like medium stuff. When did you know that you were able to connect with the other side? How did How did it come to you? Well, I think I've always known to some degree, but kind of ignored it most of my life and it was to be honest with you it happened one day when I was working at a school district Mm -hmm. and I was a director and there was a teacher in my district that had passed away Mm -hmm. and I knew him kind of well but not really well I didn't know his family or anything but ever since he passed I continued to get the word shoes and his name shoes and his name I'm like what stop what and you knew it was from him no oh you didn't know no all I knew is I just it kept coming in my mind constantly and so I had a friend that was a medium and I contacted her and I said Michelle what 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 what's going on what I I will not leave my mind it's like constant and she said well you know somebody who crossed over with that name obviously and I said well yeah and she goes well he's trying to tell you that there's a message about shoes that he wants delivered to his wife I'm like, I don't even know his wife. (laughs) And she said, it doesn't matter. Once you accept the job, basically, spirit will take care of the rest. She said, just tell spirit you're ready. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm ready. So lo and behold, about two weeks later, there was a a message that came out to the district saying that they were having a fundraising breakfast for his wife and children um, because they were very young still and they wanted to raise money for their college. And that all district administrators like me, were expected to attend. <laughs> I thought, oh, wow. There it is. Yeah, so I thought, okay. So I showed up, and I saw her across the room. I thought, okay, you're going to walk across that room, and you're going to make a fool of yourself, <laughs> and you're going to say, oh, your husband wants you to know about shoes, and you're going to take your way in a straitjacket. <laughs> You'll be in the, the headlines. District administrator but, but, taken away. But you're ready <laughs> for this. <laughs> but okay. It was worth the shoes. <laughs> This is what you want me to do. Let me give it a try. So I go over to her and introduce myself and tell her what a wonderful man her husband was. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't know what your belief system is, but I have to tell you that for some reason, he wants you to know about the shoes. And I kind of let it hang there for a moment. And she just started crying. And she said, well, there's a pair of his shoes at the back door. And my kids kept saying, mom, bring dad's shoes in. And I keep saying, no, that's the last place your father wore those shoes. I'm not bringing those shoes in. And so I said, I don't know what to do about the shoes, but I can tell you he's there with you for the conversation. Wow. And then I walked away going, well. (laughs) I did it. I did this. (laughs) So then after that experience, did a bunch of stuff start coming since you were open and ready? 
Yeah, and I started becoming more open to it. And then once I recognized what it was, and oftentimes I'll get messages when I'm driving, and I'm like, okay, who does this belong to? And I'm trying to drive and get the message and think of who it belongs to. So you really have to understand what's <clears> coming in, who it's intended for, and know when to turn it off, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So ever since then, um, when I was doing Reiki then, I didn't intend to do mediumship combined with Reiki. But once I began doing it, then all those messages began coming in. And I realized, Even more so, I'm sure. Yeah, I realized that they were coming in with the intent to heal the person that I was working with and that I needed to be open to that information as well. So sometimes I'll do mediumship just for mediumship. And then when I do a Reiki session, if my client's open to it, then I combine that as well. But that just happened by accident once I became open to it and accepting of it. Yeah, because I'm not sure other Reiki masters do that, you know? It just depends. Each one has a different style, but I love Mm -hmm. your style. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I love your style too. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. Um, What's the youngest client you've had? Oh, my youngest client was four. Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having a lot of night terrors. Oh. And I've had some kids that were five and six years old. Their parents brought them to me because they keep seeing spirit. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling them it's okay. It's a gift. <laughs> it's um, children, young children will see, just like animals will see yeah. spirit. But we tend to tell them it's not true or it's imaginary friend or we discount it and eventually it goes away and they stop seeing it. Mm -hmm. But for some of those kids, they were very gifted and they were seeing things that needed to be developed. So I can work with the kids and ask them questions and kind of help them understand what they're seeing and that there is no danger, that they're fine. Yeah. This is something that's from God and not something they have have any fear of. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's interesting. Four years old, huh? <coughs> yeah. And one thing like I 100% appreciate from you is that I brought my son with you. And she, you provided, you know, he loves this stuff. So he he was great. And you were able to work with him and it was confidential between you and him. And um, there's, I mean, there's a line though, right? Because they're underage. Yes. And for me as a counselor, I know that there's this... Um, like the, the the confidential, you know, the the disclosure. Like I have to report if like they're hurting themselves or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I I really appreciated it and valued the fact that um, you had a concern for him and you communicated with me, and you were on point. It was crazy because had you not told me, I would not have even noticed. And then I was able to approach him, not from the Cindy told me this, right? I didn't do that. I was just like. Hey, I noticed something off with you. Can can we talk about this? I'm this is your space right now. You can tell me anything. And he was just like, huh? How do you know? Right. And so he just started talking and I realized he was going through something. And I was like, thank you, Cindy. <laughs> thank you for doing that for me because I was able to get to the bottom of it and help him heal, you know? Yeah, my job is to support the highest good of each client. And sometimes it means keeping things confidential mm-hmm. when it's a child. Yeah. But sometimes it means letting parents know so they can provide the support for that person's highest good. Exactly. Yeah. And, so, a, and he never knew. Hey, good. Alex, don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he doesn't even listen to the podcast. Good. He's like, just so you know, I don't listen. I'm like, that's fine. Maybe you shouldn't. Fine. Adults only. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Um. Anything else you want to add? I'm just like, this is wow. It's amazing. It's, it's completely different being here and sitting here with you doing the, the you know, the Reiki and all that than interview, like almost interviewing you because I feel like I'm learning so much just by asking you all these questions. Like it, it I'm just like, wow, I wish I could do this every day. 
Like, I wish I could lay on your bed and talk to you every day. <laughs> With the nice, comfy blanket. You know, if you guys come and see her, I mean, 100% come and see her. Ask for the comfy blanket. <laughs> Ask for the blanket. The blanket is the best. <laughs> yes. It's so, my favorite. I know. <laughs> Yeah. What else? What else would you like to know? What I mean, other kind of things do you work with? Because I see, I mean, we're in we're in your studio, super mm-hmm. cute studio. I always feel so loved in here and supported and feel full of light. But you have crystals and you have other things. Like what else oh, do you work the, with? The bowl. Can you yeah. talk about the bowl? Because I know sometimes you say you talk to the angels. I think, and you say, "Well, what do you want me to? How do you want me like, to do this?" And I'm just like, "Okay, she's just talking to the angels." <laughs> and she's like, "They want me to do the bowl, the sound sound bowl. Yeah. What what yeah. is it? The sound bowl? Yeah, there's a sing. They're called singing bowls. Oh, singing bowl. <laughs> yes. So I use the crystal singing bowls. There's different different ones depending on what you choose to use. But every bowl is aligned to a chakra. Mm-hmm. Our chakras have a vibration, and sound has vibration as well. So if I'm working on the heart chakra, we'll use a singing bowl that aligns with that same vibration. It's so interesting because right now they're they're theorizing that sound healing is the wave of the future. Wow. But that's where we're going to heal the body because the body responds to sound and responds to vibration. You both had the singing bowl in your session? Yes. yes. So you know that when you breathe in that sound, you're breathing mm. it in through your whole body. I love it. Mm. Let's do it right now, Cindy. Let's do it right now. <laughs> And so that that sound goes into your body mm-hmm. and actually provides healing. Yeah, it's amazing. Now the crystals are the same thing, but not with sound. Obviously, every crystal has a vibration as well. So if I find that, say, your solar plexus is blocked, then we'll use a crystal with the same vibration as your solar plexus, and we'll use that to support the healing energy going through. Yeah. So we use crystals, and then we use the sound bowls, the singing yeah. bowls as well. And then you use the pendulum, right? The pendulum will help. Actually, I don't. <clears throat> You don't need it. When, when I am working on your body, I can feel where the blockages are because of the heat. Oh. So I know where the blocks are. But I found that my clients, they love to know what I'm feeling. And I can't share my feeling with them, the heat. But what I can do is show them what the pendulum is showing. Yeah. So I'll ask for, and again, my guides and my angels and your guides and angels will move the pendulum to show you where the blockages are. Yeah. So if the pendulum moves clockwise, it means that as I hold the pendulum over that chakra, it's open. But if the pendulum moves counterclockwise, that means it's closed. Mm. And so you get to see the pendulum move and you get to see what I'm feeling. Yeah. And at the very end, then we'll go back over the chakras to make sure they're all open and you can see for yourself the openness. How long does the openness last? It depends on the person. Because mm. remember, they're blocked because of emotions and mm. trauma and things that we tend to overthink about. So if you were to leave a session and go right back into thinking about it and being angry and bitter and and having a hardness about you, it's not going to last very long. No. That's why I take time with every client to make sure you understand where it came from so we can work on making sure it truly is released and you can focus on keeping it released for a long period of time. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Huh? Yes. I love what you do. I, I absolutely do love you. what you do. And, and just the help that you offer is... Um, I've come here so tensed. I've come here with my shoulders up to my ears, like, oh. and I go home and I'm like, like the cartoons. When we leave here, right? It's just like, I feel like you just took all that heaviness and all that. Like I literally, like when they say, I, it feels like a, a the weight lifted off. my. It, literally, that's what it feels like to me when I leave yeah. here. It's like, I feel like. I feel like I'm so relaxed and I just want to go take a nap, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so relaxed. That's yeah. your body's response to releasing all that was yeah. blocking it. 
It's just now, it's just like a drain. And the drain's yeah. clock just kind of sits there. Yeah. But then when it's opened up, man, the water just flows. Well, the same thing happens with the body. Your energy's flowing now. Yeah. So you feel lighter, you feel released, you feel energetic. Wow. Why, why wouldn't you want to feel that, guys? <laughs> why not? How, I often, mean, how often should we do it? I never prescribe how often to do it. That's what I, I, just, I love about you. I tell people when. <laughs> I love what I love about her. Yeah. You'll know when it's time. You'll yeah. feel it. And I think it's important to remember that about 60% of all of our thoughts are not ours. About 60% of our thoughts come from our loved ones on the other side. So if you're getting an idea like, man, I wonder if I should go to Reiki. The next day, I, maybe I should go to Reiki. <laughs> that's not your thought. That's them telling you, hello, you may want to go to Reiki. Or go out yeah. to dinner or go yeah. on a date night with your husband. I mean, those kinds of thoughts are yeah. not ours. So, Cindy, I think I need to come to Reiki because the other day I was driving and I looked at the license plate in front of me and it said Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and then, the, and then if that's not a sign, I don't know what it is. But it was a license plate. That's what it I'm was saying. like Reiki and the, the, the and it said Reiki of, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> and then has her phone number. <laughs> it was her car. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no. But then I saw like the angel numbers before that, and the other cars. It was like one, 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 and then okay. Well, then like, that's so your sign. And then the third car was like Reiki. I'm like, oh, Cindy, I need to make an appointment. Got it. So, so right now, when you said it's so, I'm so glad you said that. When you said half our thoughts are not ours. So, I when I try to explain the things that have happened to me, I don't know how to explain it because I'd say. I hear things, but it's not a voice. It's, it's, it's a thought. What is it? Because I, I, I hear, <sighs> but it's not your voice. No, it's not a voice. It's uh, just like annoying. Like when, okay. When the stuff that happened yeah. with my clients yeah, and it was like, something told me that this is what's going to happen, but I don't know. Like people are like, so did you hear a voice? Was it, was it like words? I, what is it that is it just, what is it that I'm, because like Carla and I are very open, so then we'll get messages as well, mm -hmm. right? And um, but at some point she was getting them like a lot, and she was getting kind of scared because they were very accurate, right? Well, the it wasn't the accuracy that was scaring me. It was one the of the message. thoughts, one of the messages that I got that scared me because I had to do with death, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. 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 I it was so scary for me, and it was like. I, I can't explain what it is in my brain. Okay. Do so you know what it is in my brain? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, cause yeah. it's not words. It's not, I'm not reading letters. No, but you're receiving information from the other side. Yeah, and that's just how they communicate. It's just, you're just, if you think of it as when we're receiving information from the other side, we're like tuning into a radio station. Because that's the same frequency that they're working off of. So you've tuned into their frequency and they're giving you information. It could be about things that are going to happen, things that are happening now. doesn't matter. It's still the same kind of a technique of relaying that information to you. Now, I always recommend that when people are feeling that, that they always pause and just connect with their highest good. Connect with their angels, with their loved ones on the other side and just say, I am protected by the white light. Anything coming to me now is for my highest good and those that I love. Mm -hmm. And then once you say that, nothing can come in that's dark. Nothing. Because light is always more powerful than dark. But, but the thing is, it wasn't dark. It wasn't it was dark. It was just information. It was just information. I mean, I, I was saying I wasn't afraid of the accuracy. It was just information. And it was just like, <laughs> like how did scared, I know this? I think what scared me was, yeah, yeah was that 
it was right in front of me for like a couple of days. It was like right there. And then, and we'll talk about it when we're done here and I'll tell you what mm-hmm. happened. But, yeah. and then I, and then it and, happened. And th- then it was like validated, like her, her, the, my thoughts the, that, the that thought were in my was head like, were validated. Oh, like and since it was it just had, annoying. Since it had to do yeah. with death, it scared me a lot because death, I don't like death, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody likes death. No. And that's what scared me. It wasn't a dark part of it but I remember you told me just say what did what did you say you told me to just say like don't don't come I don't want the bad evil thoughts or well that's the because the, like what she was saying you connect and you say I'm I'm only allowing things that are light and things that are for my highest good to come in and then and then that's a contract you've made like you're not gonna all I get- say is I don't want to do this anymore please don't <laughs> come back because it's scaring me that's and I haven't option. and I haven't had a thought since so I want thoughts again but, but nice thoughts but you yeah there you go yeah <laughs> so usually when you meditate mm-hmm. is when you're opening yourself up to receiving information okay <clears throat> but once you begin to meditate you're kind of in a meditative state over a long period of time mm-hmm. and so thoughts can come in a day or two later because you've opened to it so I just again as long as you're meditating. You're asking for the guidance and the love of the highest power to be with you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you want thoughts to come in? They will when yeah. you're ready to give them. Okay. Yeah. You can't force them to come in. No, and that's fine. I don't need to force them. I just, you know, it's just, I just don't want to be, I don't want to feel scared. That's all. I don't want to feel scared over thoughts I think you weren't head. prepared for it either. I think I wasn't yeah. prepared because it was just like, oh my God, what, what is, is just this? thinking that? It was yeah. just in my head and, and now it happened. It was just. To me, it was a but, lot. But you had a lot of good things come to you, too, in your yeah, mind. I have. You did. Yeah. Yeah, she did. There was good stuff, too. She was like, ooh, <laughs> I like those thoughts. Yeah. yeah so ask yeah. for those thoughts only. I want those <laughs> thoughts, those good, positive thoughts. Yeah, everybody has the ability to receive, mm-hmm. but most people just kind of shun it away. Mm-hmm. But when you're aware of it and you're in tune to it and you're open to it and you acknowledge with the white light that, yes, I'd like to receive, mm-hmm. you do. I mean, yeah. it's absolutely a God-given part of who we are. Yeah, and there's, physical body. and there's different ways to receive. Like mm-hmm. for me, I all my life I've been getting like images in mm-hmm. my mind of like people I don't know or like things. Um, and I always thought everyone that happened to everyone, right? And then as I got older, I would ask, and I'm like, that doesn't happen to me. I'm like, really? You don't see like people's faces and like when you close your eyes in your mind, they're like, no, I don't see anything. And I'm like, oh, I I do, yeah. you know? And yeah. I didn't know what that was. And that's your gift. Yeah. I think it's a great gift. It's I a really beautiful do. gift. I really do. And I always encourage people to, to find it within them and cultivate it and use it. You know, ever since I started coming to you, I feel like my intuition has increased exponentially because now I like trust my own gut. I feel other people's energy. I could pick up on it. I I love it for my profession too because when I'm helping students, like I could literally feel their anxiety or I can feel their grief or their sadness or their excitement like I could feel it with them right and so um but like I also get that intuition when like something's not right Mm -hmm. right or with a person like especially me I'm a single mom and I do date and I try to date people and I could pick up on those um that intuition real quick and when something doesn't feel right and it's not hard for me to walk away from something like that now yeah what you've done is moved out of your head and into your heart yeah I think we've talked about that and for both of you, mm-hmm. that when we get stuck in our head, we don't see things clearly mm-hmm. because this brain is a third dimensional organ. But the heart is where we really have our intuition, where we have our knowledge. That's mm-hmm. where our soul resides. 
And so when we move out of our head and into our heart, then we are open to receiving. Yeah. Our intuition is stronger. Our empathic abilities mm-hmm. become stronger as well. And I can feel like other people's vibration. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a, a heavy, somber vibration or if it's a if it's like a bright light, like, I don't know, like lightness and happiness, like I could feel their vibration and they don't even have to talk. You yeah. Because you see auras too, don't you? I do. Okay. So that's another yeah. gift you have because you have a lot of vision gifts. I do. So yeah. your your visions in your mind and your visions when you see aura mm-hmm. and your intuitive skills to see people beyond what you're seeing in the physical world. Yeah, I could feel too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also can hear stuff, but I have to try. Like I have to actually try, like ask. Yeah. It doesn't just come. <laughs> and no. for her, it just came. Yeah. I was like, what is that? <laughs> what? Because uh-huh. you meditate in the shower. I do. I do pray and talk to God in the shower yeah and a lot of the, and I'm like are you really saying that or am I just thinking it because I want to think it tell me and it's <laughs> tell like me. <laughs> he's like it's all in your head <laughs> I, I I yeah I'm like a joke in the shower because I'm like you know washing my hair like is that you because I can't tell because you know in my mind I'm like I hear things and it's like okay okay you know you're gonna it's be like so- Cindy <laughs> <laughs> you when you went up to that lady like they're gonna think i'm crazy uh-huh. well thank no. goodness i'm home alone nobody thinks i'm crazy <laughs> but i only think i'm crazy but no it really no, like yeah. i'll be like i'll be like praying or talking to god and it's like he says something or if it's not him it's someone else and it's like is that you who is it because i i don't know if it's just my own but you said they're not my thoughts no right. half half of those are not mine even for the average person that's not focused on receiving information, about 60% are not theirs. It's coming from the so other side. That is so interesting. Yeah. We just need to so honor. I'm just going to honor and pay more attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just beautiful, you know? Yeah. yeah. And and you know what's amazing? Like the, I feel like kids, when they're small, they already do it naturally, yeah. right? Um, I had an experience with uh, one of my students that his grandma had passed away, and he came into my office and we were talking, and then I said, um, you know, do you, how do you feel about her passing? Like, do you feel close to her? And he's like, oh, yeah, I talk to her all the time. And I'm like, talk to her all the I time? He was like in kindergarten, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, do you? He goes, yeah. And he closed his eyes. She's laughing right now. She said that she's okay. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. Cindy Jr. So happy for you. <laughs> Is your auntie Cindy? Just kidding. <laughs> that's that's so cool, and they don't know what it is. They just no. know that that's they can see their grandparents. Yeah. And no, and he was happy. Yeah, and he was just like, and I'm like, oh, do you see her? Here, he's like, no, it's she's in my mind. She yeah. talks to me, and I was like, I love it. How do you know this so young? I missed yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no one told me. <laughs> well, and watch your dogs too, because they mm-hmm. most of them have a very keen sense of spirit being around, and just like people, some dogs are more in tune than others. Um, I had one dog that just, I lost her about four weeks ago. I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. oh she was old. It was her time. But she would, <coughs> she would come into Reiki. Oh, with I met me. her. A little white oh, yeah. Yeah. Her too. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, it's I okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah, so Don't sweet. make her cry. She's like, it's fine, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about her. <laughs> it's okay. But if you remember, you probably don't because you'd be laying down in a session, but she would just track spirit across the wall and watch it. Mm. And so I always knew that she was very much in tune. Well, I have two little puppies now. Aww. One of them is just full of love and life and can't wait to play. Very, very smart. 
but not really spiritually involved. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little disconnected. <laughs> he's just so about life and playing. My other little one is so connected. In fact, it was about a week ago, I threw the ball across the room and he ran and got the ball. He's running back with the ball to me and he, all of a sudden he stops and he looks at the wall and he looks at me, looks at the wall, <laughs> looks at me, I'm like, oh, you're seeing. And then he very cautiously left the wall and came back over to me. And yeah. every time I throw the ball back over there, he kind of skirt around. He's like, there's he somebody, there's something seeing. over there. Yeah. yeah. So a lot yeah. of people don't realize that cats, dogs, when they're tracking things across the room, they are tracking your loved ones that have come to visit or previous pets that have crossed over yeah. too because they don't leave us either. Oh, mm-hmm. I have a lot of previous pets. <laughs> oh, they're all around. <laughs> no, I just like a lot of animals. But, yeah. you know, it's funny you said that because I remember after I got my dog, she was barking a lot at like 3, 2 in the morning. Like she would not stop barking. And you didn't know. You didn't even know I had a dog. And we were in a session and you tell me, we, we were connected with my dad. And you told me, um, do you have a dog? And I said, yes. And then you're all, does she bark a lot at night? Like, you know, in the middle of the night? I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's your do- your dad. He's pulling her tail. He's just messing with her. And I'm like, really, dad? Yeah. And then I was like, okay. So that I went home. so cool. Yeah. And I went home and I told my dad, stop it. Like, stop it. Because <laughs> we keep hearing her and I want to go to sleep. It never happened after that. Yeah. He's like, oh. He was trying. Who am I supposed to have fun? He was, but not come on. But that's his personality too. He would have totally done that had he been alive. Like he loves to mess with pets and kids, like just for fun, right? Yeah. And so, but you wouldn't have known that. You didn't know my dad. You know, that's 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 what she does. (laughs) I know, but it helped me because the dog stopped barking. (laughs) But it helped your dad too because play this whole thing out. He knew that you were going to come here. Yeah. He knew he could give me that information. And so he was messing with your dog, knowing that when you went back home, you would connect the fact that the dog barking was him. And that was him telling you, I am still here. I'm here. here. Yeah. So he put that is so awesome. Come on, Dad. I knew you were there. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but he's like, you didn't such. know. No, you didn't. And I'm going to let you know. Plus, Lily, I think come partly, here. too, his personality, he just... He, he loves to do that. Yeah. yeah. And our personalities don't change when we cross over. No. If you're a jokester here, you're a jokester there. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad you listened. Because I got yeah. to sleep. <laughs> I know. Anything yeah. else? We are running out of time, Carla. Yeah, I know. So. This has been such a pleasant chit-chat with you, Sydney. Thank and you. I hope that you guys enjoy this this episode, episode because um, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> thank you. I enjoy being here. Thanks for the opportunity. Yay. Yeah. Thank we're you. We're so, so excited. Thank I you. know. We're so excited. Um, are you open for us to send you people? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. And Cindy, thanks again for just being a part of this. We are so appreciative of you. We're so grateful. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.